we're recording the podcast. Hi, Mickey. Hi, Hannah. How's it going? It's going. <laughs> Same. How are you? Same here. Same here. Oh, I guess we should. <laughs> what are we listening to? <laughs> you guys are listening to Thanks We Hate It, our podcast. This is episode six. And I'm Hannah Lehman. And I'm Mickey Adkins. Thanks for coming, everybody. And yes, we are here. Mickey and I are a little bit, a little mm-hmm. tired. Yes, uh, a little we're frazzled We're going through today. it. We're very frazzled today. I, I had to, oh my God, I went to my Remicade appointment, mm-hmm. which for those that don't know, it's my like IV meds for my Crohn's disease and I have to go to the hospital to get them and I have to get it in an IV. Mm. Well, it's fine. It's an hour, it's an hour drip, right? But sure. like I had a new nurse today. God bless her. She was so sweet. Oh, but my usual nurse can get the IV in. I have like the worst veins of all time. Mm-hmm. Anybody who looks, anybody who's ever done phlebotomy will look at my arms and be like, no. <laughs> they're just very, very, they're very small and they're very, oh. very deep. Okay. So it's all, so it's already hard as it is and the nurse that i usually have like knows me knows my arm she even like has it in her notes what spots to try that's nice and i have gotten so many ivs and blood draws at this point that i can tell the second somebody walks in the room i can tell whether it's gonna be good or not like whether they're gonna be able to do it yeah or not and this was not this was one of those times where i was like yeah, she's she's not going to get it, is she? And I feel really bad for saying that because she was so sweet. Nothing against this nurse. I'm sure she's like great with everybody. But yeah. it was just like, I just knew it. So she tried one arm, couldn't get it. Tried the second arm, kind of got it. But they couldn't take my labs, which they needed. And then she had to call in the nurse that usually does me. And she, and she couldn't even get it the first time. So I got po- poked four times. Before they got the IVN and I was able to get the meds and then I was super late to pick up my dog and then I was super late to come home because then traffic was really, oh my God. And just like with everything on top of everything else, I'm just, I'm very stressed Mm -hmm. right now. It's just like going out of town next Wednesday and yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. How are, how are you? I'm okay. I literally just got done with my therapy job. Uh, like 20 minutes oh. before we got on this call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my brain is very full and Aaron and I had some stuff that we had to take care of this morning. So I woke up very early and I don't know. I don't know what is going on with me, but I am so fucking exhausted. Like the last three days, four days, I have been just like struggling to get out of bed exhausted. You know, where huh. like you wake up and your body is just like, Mm-mm, bitch not today like this is not <laughs> you're not ready um and so <laughs> you know you just like fall back asleep or you're like exhausted yep. and just like not having it i've had that for like the last three or four days in a row and i'm just like wait can i get some good sleep please because i also have been sleeping weird so my neck is hurting more than it normally does and i'm just like you know that's probably mood. why it's why you haven't been able to wake up too because you're probably not getting 
deep sleep, you know, like enough deep sleep Mm -hmm. because I would rather. Yeah. And I, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know about you if you're the same way right now, because I know we're both kind of going through separate, but very, very busy things right now. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't have time for like my usual self care Mm -hmm. stuff that I do because when you're so busy and so behind at the same time, it feels like it's just wasting time. Yes. If you go take a walk or, yeah. uh, you know, sh- uh, shave your legs, take a bath, read a book, no, like literally. whatever, what have you. This is the first time that I've like properly done my hair in like a week because I've just been yeah. waking up, putting it up and being like, I have to go. I have stuff I have to do. So I've been like wearing sweatpants and a sloppy bun for like a week yeah i'm like i don't have time i can't deal with it I'm yes like brushing my teeth and my hair is like, a grease go. ball <laughs> yes yes i yes and i just like cannot i i'm usually very good about self-care mm-hmm. i'm usually good about like stopping work at a certain time and then taking a few hours to like eat That's slowly nice. dinner watch a tv show shout like just do you know yeah like self-care stuff mm-hmm. and so i'm trying really hard to like force myself to do it anyway you know like go yes. just even if it's a short walk or something because i know in the long run it's just gonna make me less productive if i get caught yes. but it's so hard it it's so hard. hard right now because you just feel like or you could keep going and have something else done tonight mm-hmm. so you have one less thing to do tomorrow yes that's my inner monologue all the time like i'm yeah. not good at taking self-care time i am always just like yeah. well i'll just sit at my computer you know like i have to finish this piece of documentation or like this one thing like you know his thumbnail just needs like a little bit of judging or whatever and then like hours go by because my little adhd doo-doo brain i'll just like fixate and like ping pong from task to task to task to task and then like hours go by and i'm like oh (laughs) oh it is midnight (laughs) it's yeah whoops i feel like people i just saw a comment on somebody's video the other day it was another youtuber i was watching and they said something like oh they just made a comment about how like youtubers jobs are so easy and stuff and how like how come you can't put more videos out? Because this wasn't on my video. This was on somebody else's video. I don't remember who it was. But why can't you put more videos out? Like, all you do is sit at home all day and film. Like, it shouldn't be that hard. And, like, Uh, I don't want to discount the fact that, yes, we're privileged to work for ourselves. Of course. And, yes, the work is not complicated. Like, it's doable. But it's definitely – I know – but, like, to say, like, oh, well, then, yeah, if if it was that easy, all of us would put five, five videos out a week yes. because we make would more make money. more money. Yes. So, like, the fact that they just say, like, oh, we're just, like, like, kind of implying that YouTubers all sit around four out of five days of the week. Yeah. And then just one day they, like, come up with something out of their butt, film yeah. a video, and edit it is just, like bananas because to me. Like, like i'm a one woman show yeah that's Mi- true mickey's mickey's almost a one woman yeah show one person show yeah and other than i mean aaron but still like you also have therapy yes. clients on top of everything yes yeah and i don't even have that so <clears throat> sorry yeah, yeah go ahead um no i mean it's not that because i like i don't like when influencers like piss and moan about like 
oh, our life is so hard. You know, because like, like, yeah, right. it is. Like, it is hard for sure. But also, like, just like income wise, like the amount of money that you can make yes. for like the type of content we're making or whatever yes. compared with like absolutely. the absolutely unlivable wages and like office jobs and stuff, whatever. Like, <laughs> obviously, that's important for us to be aware yes. of that privilege, you know. But at the same yes. time, like you were saying, if it was really that easy, I would be putting out five videos a week, you know, and like just raking in AdSense. But like it doesn't work that way. Right. I feel like people also just really underestimate the time that goes into content ideation. Because like I know for you, like you write full scripts for your videos, right? Like there's a lot of prep work. Um, and like I don't write scripts necessarily, but I have this whole process where like I have to mm -hmm. sit through like sift through this whole list of like different content ideas like is this feasible do I like this is this a video I want to make what resources do I need what research do I need to have what like ancillary media do I need to collect to like support my point all of that stuff and then I sit through make an outline talk with Aaron about right. it and then we do the filming then we do the editing then we do the uploading and the thumbnail and the judging and the keywords and like you know, it's a lot. It's just, it's overwhelming. And I think right. Also it's that not just part of, sitting oh, sorry, down and being, I was just saying, it's not just like sitting in front of a camera and being like, you know what? I'm going to talk about this particular story that happened mm -hmm. to this particular person or this topic no. in mental health I wish. and not, and just have, be able to like come up with or memorize it. Like mm -hmm. I have usually my scripts for like a video that's going to be 45 minutes. It's like a six page full of text yes. script that I have that's to, that wild. takes me several hours to film. And yeah. And yeah, and I do want to be careful. Like, I'm definitely not complaining. I would never, like, we also wouldn't be doing it if we didn't love it. No, exactly. I absolutely would not trade it for the world. Like, I'm so grateful. But it's like, okay, both things can be true. It can yes. also be challenging. <laughs> at mm -hmm. times. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think that's also part of why I'm so fatigued is because we just finished May Mental Health Month and we were putting up regular channel oh, yeah. content on saturdays and then vaguely therapeutic every other thursday and then we were putting up one video every week on wednesdays that was just like purely may mental health like resources and tips and all of that stuff yeah. um and then we live streamed milf manor so just like we were fucking pumping out content <laughs> all of may your bitch, live streams i don't know how you do those live streams you guys <gasps> if you don't listen to mickey's live streams they you. literally record for like what is it like five hours One of them i've was seen like some of your yes so and long. doing like multiple episodes mm -hmm. at a time and i like <laughs> sometimes i have to skip them i want to come to all of them but like but they're long i like, can't i know <laughs> i want to mod for you and everything but oh my gosh i just don't know how yeah. you do that like how like exhausted you must be after five hours of that but speaking of which how did your fundraiser go <gasps> it went so good actually i need to announce the final totals for all of that because it's june 1st when we're recording this we yeah. met and exceeded our goal um the goal for the fundraiser was 2500 dollars, and i think we raised yeah. just over three thousand. so I'm very excited about it. I know it went. It went great. Congratulations! So Congratulations! That's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. Especially that one person. I can't remember the username, but somebody was don donated like three hundred dollars yes. in one of your live streams once. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, People fax are machine so great. and um, fax Mark machine were yeah. both just like going off, and donating <laughs> just crazy <laughs> amounts of money. Yeah, but no, we had a really yeah. good cool time. It was cool. It was so cool. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. What a great, what a great way to 
give back to mm-hmm. the community it and stuff really like good. that and yeah. yeah and something you care that I, I we can we can tell you're passionate about you know yeah. okay are we ready let's go what are we talking about today mickey is talking to me today mm-hmm. about yes. something in honor of i believe pride, pride. month yeah. yeah we saw your guys's feedback that you guys uh, enjoy and or appreciate us doing one topic episodes and so um given our current state of affairs that we're both exhausted um we're gonna do a one topic episode today because i have a lot to say i have thoughts i have feelings about pride month um particularly about the target pride merch or like pride collection that sort of launched but like didn't launch so how familiar (laughs) are you hannah with the like target pride situation very very unfamiliar other than the tiny bit that you've told me okay before we get into it is there content warnings for like homophobia and stuff and transphobia yes because we're going to be talking about pride month and uh the backlash associated with that i think yeah there's definitely a trigger warning here for like homophobia general uh prejudice and like other things associated with that because it's you know the Just reason the Pride merch got taken sucking. down is not because yeah. it was fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> people, yeah. People just sucking in general. Mm-hmm. Not People not minding their own business is yes. what it is. But, okay. Mm. I don't know that much about it at all other okay. than the fact that you told me. I was scared when I first heard about it, though, because my first thought was, oh, my God, did Target pull it because people were like saying like was it like the bud light thing where people were like boycotting because yes. of yeah, 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 yeah. it it kind of is that but it was worse mm-hmm. so much even worse so much worse yeah so for those of you who aren't familiar every year target and like all of the big box stores all the big corporations have a pride collection during pride month target is like probably one of the more well-known ones but it's become sort of like a meme within the queer community to talk about the different pride collections and like who's coming out with what like what products are there and it's like kind of a fun little content niche for people to like rate this year's target pride collection um because like in years past from my understanding anyways correct me in the comments if i'm wrong but a fair amount of the merch that Target created for Pride Month was, like, made by Target. And so <laughs> some of it was cool. And then a lot of it was, like, misses. There, like, there was this one t-shirt. I'll try to remember to send you a picture of it so you can add it in post. But there was a t-shirt or, like, some piece of clothing, like, wearable clothing that just had all of the pronouns on it. <laughs> Instead of, like, making a line of shirts with, like, they, them, she, her, yeah. they, there. You know, like like, all of the sort of you know different pronouns that someone could use you could pick the one that yeah they just put that you (laughs) to like really effectively confuse anyone to be like what like which is it you know what i'm saying and so like that was kind of a funny joke right that like oh target you know like sure you're trying to participate but like you don't really get it and there's also like a fair amount of conversations about rainbow washing and all of that which is an issue by the way don't don't just be swayed if you're a queer person (laughs) by a large corporation changing their uh logo to to be rainbow for pride month if they're not doing the work because sometimes people do that you know where they're not actually like being allies to our community they just want rainbow stuff (laughs) well they know it'll make money Mm -hmm. yeah yes yeah Yeah, and it like looks good from an optics perspective i mean Mm. i have one thought about that correct me if i'm wrong because it's not really part of a community that i consider myself a part of but is is it is it still like even if they're rainbow washing is it still like 
good in the sense that big corporations are like uh, openly saying they support mm. this thing, mm -hmm. you know, even if it's that. they're not doing it the best way. But is it still like a better step in the right direction, I would say? Yeah. Or is it I just think, kind of like literally better than nothing? I mean, I don't know. I think people will probably land in different places about that because like to me on the, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, because like I remember growing up being this like closeted and confused queer person who like didn't even really realize that I was queer, but mostly because right. there was no representation of like what that looked like. Right. Like I knew that like Ellen DeGeneres was gay. I knew that like, <laughs> I don't know, like, like yeah. maybe five famous people were gay. And like, that was yeah. the extent of that. And so I had this very like regimented view of like, you know, gay or queer people only look this one particular way. Um, and so in some ways I'm like, you know, it's really not the worst for like the, the like rainbow washing thing to just like normalize that like, yes, gay people do in fact exist. And like, right. yes, this is like a normal part of society. That's not like, you know, like a one percenter issue. Like it's actually exceedingly common for people <laughs> to right. be queer, you know? Um, right. so like I appreciate it from that perspective because like middle school me would have been blown the fuck away if Target turned everything rainbow for a year but then also at the same time it does feel a little bit like co-opting like for corporations who are changing their logo to be rainbow on twitter but like doing nothing else it, it does have a little bit of the like get the fuck out of my like you don't even go here kind of energy <laughs> like they're you don't profiting off use... of something that they're yes. not yeah yeah uh like especially when these big corporations are donating money to political campaigns that fund politicians who actively try to like erase and oppress and like hurt queer people then it's a little bit right. like like fuck out of here with that you know what i'm saying right. like you don't get to co-opt my existence and my very real you know like disadvantaged societally to try to make your company money like fuck you that's rude as hell yeah. <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's totally understandable hmm. yeah so it's like there's a, a lot of nuance or, to that like one. Yes, and yeah, and. but yeah. So that was kind of like the meme and the joke about you know like Target Pride collections and like Pride collections generally. It's become kind of like a thing that people expect every year. And so this mm -hmm. year, when Target announced their Pride collection, people were really excited because Target had decided to officially partner with a bunch of like small creators and small businesses and stuff. There's a company that I follow on TikTok who like announced that like you guys we made t-shirts and we made like these greeting cards that say like i'm so glad you're queer or like congratulations on coming out and like this t-shirt this is like trans people will always exist like these really cute you know like little <laughs> yeah exactly and the thing that was really exciting to people is that it wasn't just like you know a bunch of straight white men in a target boardroom <laughs> were like i don't know make the lesbian flag into a dress fuck it right um, it was like yeah. real <laughs> merch made by queer people for queer people so it was like a cool yeah little like representation moment you know yeah but that was like super short-lived basically what happened is that like you were saying similar to the bud light situation target announced this pride collection the stuff hit stores in like the end of may and then bigots did what bigots do uh where they like pitched a fit about you know uh but what about the children um, and in particular, <laughs> sorry, that's not funny, but also it's like, yes, but for real, so true. Mm -hmm. It's so true though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The party of like 
anti bodily autonomy and and like guns for kindergartners is concerned about (laughs) child safety now yeah but a lot of the fuss was about a swimsuit that target made have you heard about this so, Do I need to look up a picture while we're sitting here? You can if you want to. The swimsuit itself is like particularly unremarkable in my opinion. I just, and you might get to, the, if you're going to get to this later, feel mm-hmm. free to just say like, we'll talk about it later. But like, what is, what is so different about this year? Like, why are they freaking out this year and not other years? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess because... People are becoming increasingly radicalized under like a post-Trump America. I'm not really sure. Maybe not I radicalized, was say, but like extreme. No, like, well, it might be just that they're getting more, they're pushing, they're getting louder and louder because they're yeah. more and more uncomfortable yes. about the way the world is going. So they're trying to pretend like it's not going that way. It does and also. That there really is, that there really is. <laughs> They like they really want to convince people that there's two sides mm-hmm. to this story, and there's not. No, this is not an opinion. No. This is a group of people that exist, whether you like it or not. Yes, and have existed. So the least, the very least you could do, the very least you could do is mind your own business. Yes, just like, like shut the fuck up about it. Just you know? yeah. Um, it does feel the a little bit swimsuit? like the the thing that's happening too is with like Roe v. Wade and like a lot of the you know like the shit that's happening in Florida. Oh yeah, is that the swimsuit? There's probably another one too. The one with like the tuck friendly construction for the bottoms. I think it's a, a two piece. Oh, mm-hmm. is it black? Yeah, I think so. That's why I said it's like so unremarkable. It's like very uninteresting as why far as swimsuits are concerned. Yeah. Yep, that's the one that people are just in. That's what people are freaking out about. Yes. So because there's a tuck feature. Yes. For non-binary and trans people. Yes. Exactly. Exactly, Hannah. That's the appropriate reaction to have. <laughs> just like stunned you, silence and they, annoyance. Yeah. Do they realize that? People are going to do that regardless of whether there's a swimming suit for it. No, and apparently probably... not. The other thing that's crazy to me. So I listen, I have a thought, a lot of thoughts about <laughs> this swimsuit issue. But let me give yeah. you some helpful context because a lot of the uh, backlash has taken place on TikTok, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. In particular, there have been quite a few adult white cishet women who have grabbed that swimsuit that says like tuck friendly construction for the bottoms and then the top that says like light binding effect um they've grabbed that swimsuit that is that is so cool right that's what i'm saying what a great i have never even heard of anything like that and also like imagine like trans or gender non-conforming little like middle school me being like oh wait like I can wear something that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable to the pool like that can just allow (laughs) me to forget about my body and just be present in the moment like that sounds incredible why would we not want you but people are taking this swimsuit which is made for adults if if you'll notice it's for fucking grown-ups and they're walking into the children's section and then being like my god and like doing the pearl clutching thing about how they're trying to indoctrinate our babies to wear gender neutral swimwear or something 
they're, they're like going mm-hmm. they're grabbing an adult swimsuit walking into the children's section and then saying i found this in the children's section target is targeting our children with this like pride section stuff even oh. though that's not fucking true that's literally they're making all, a tiktok mm-hmm. not they're not announcing it to the store no no they're no. making a tiktok claiming yes. that they found it yes. in the children's sections but okay first even if it was in the children's section i yes. don't understand why that's a big deal either that's what like I'm you think saying. they would actually you'd think that they would like that because that's not quote unquote like gender conforming yes gender confirming care like Mm -hmm. in the in the medical sense yes not that i'm against that but like no yeah you'd think that they'd be better with that yes right but you'd think that they would be well i guess there's no logic with these people exactly yes that is the problem because the other thing too that like really grinds my fucking gears (laughs) about this whole like they're targeting our children thing is that these are the same people who say you know we can't teach people about uh, sexual orientation um, in school because they're right. too young to learn about that but have no issue with Target having onesies that say like lady killer in the boys section and right. like you know not allowed to date until I'm 30 in the girls uh-huh. in the little toddler section. Well yes. and the other thing did, I'm sorry did I miss the part where Target removed all of the other bathing suits did they remove all of them and they only put gender neutral Literally. bathing suits at Target? That's what I'm saying. Because I'm pretty sure I'll take things that never happened for 300 Yes. Because what? No, wait, what is your gripe? I yes. don't get it. Exactly. Like, what is the... That's the other thing that, like, really is confusing to me is this, like, rhetoric that, like, on the one hand, in theory, this is the party that supports the idea of small government, like not um yeah not overreaching not meddling in people's personal lives the right to privacy all of that kind of stuff right but then also takes big issue with people raising their own queer children in ways that are safe and comfortable for their family right like if you don't want to buy a gender neutral swimsuit for your children then don't like it's not even in the kids section it's literally in the pride section which is segregated from the rest of the store and also very easily discernible from the outside because it's covered in fucking rainbows so if you don't want to go there then don't but we're the snowflakes we're the ones that are so sensitive yes apparently the liberal people that are snowflakes Mm -hmm. (laughs) because yeah we're the ones that are triggered yeah clearly that I mean, and also for the beer, like these parents, if they are getting these kind of things for their children because their children want it, they could get it on Amazon still. Yes. Like, it's not like it doesn't exist. Correct. What is this obsession with other people's genitals, bodies and Good genitals? Question. And especially the, the, the concerning yourself with the genitals of other people's children is weird wild (laughs) like that is so yes creepy like Mm -hmm. i'm not implying anything by that but i'm saying the mere thought the mere fact that you're thinking about that at all is weird yes is weird you're weird Mm -hmm. you're a weirdo if you think about other watch tv touch grass get out of our fucking life the other thing that i want to point out too is that like a lot of people have talked about how even if you're not a gender non-conforming person the idea of having a swimsuit that has like tuck friendly construction 
is helpful to a bunch of different people because like I don't know if you have experienced this but like I am just eternally frustrated by like swimsuits and even underwear to an extent doing this thing where like the the gusset part of it that's meant to cover your vulva is like so small like just embarrassingly small this is like a trope in plus size clothing because like I don't know maybe this is weird to talk about but like when you get fat all of you is fat you know what I'm saying (laughs) and so companies will do this where they don't size up uh, like proportionally other parts of your clothing so like it's very common for plus size people to be like my fucking ass is hanging out of this swimsuit and like I don't want it to be but it is you know and like yeah your vulva doesn't fit into things the way that you would want it to. And I like, feel even for me, like, like that. My boobs yeah. are fucking gigantic. Like they were right. already, but like especially as a fat person now, they're like even larger. And so it's annoying to not have clothes that are just like amenable to that. So when I heard slight binding effect and tug friendly construction, I was like, hey, all right. Like these are swimsuit bottoms that have a wider gusset. And so like I can feel more comfortable with that. And also a light binding effect sounds delightful for going to the beach and like running around and going swimming Mm -hmm. and playing with my friends and not worrying about having a nip slip while I'm just trying to have like a nice little lake day. You know what I'm saying? Like I immediately was like, even from a, a not like a gendered perspective i'm like oh this sounds really nice like what it just what a nice thing for them to make for people to have comfortable clothes like a slight binding effect would be amazing for so many people yes like i hear about i hear people like if people with large boobs like complain about how Uh they like it's very hard to keep everything in and everything but even me as like i guess i would say like an average size person I feel like swimsuit bottoms are small for me too. Like they're even small for like my vulva. And Mm -hmm. like, so I can't even imagine, but like I have the same problem. This is a different problem. This is just a clothes in general problem, Mm -hmm. but because I'm like flat chested, Mm -hmm. but I got a bigger booty, you know, it is so hard to find bathing suits because like I can't buy a bathing suit, a two piece on Amazon because it has to come in a medium yep. or a large. Yeah. But I can't get size. a small I can't get a large bottom and a small top. I want like a four X <laughs> swimsuit top and like an extra yes. large bottom. Because yes. that's just the way that I'm built, man. But you can't buy stuff like that. And so right. the other thing that's so funny to me too about the like you know oh my gosh they're targeting our children thing is that if you look in the girls section for swimsuits right now at target there's like little two-piece bikinis right and like little teeny tiny frilly things for babies that like yeah sure they're cute if your kid if you're just like plopping your toddler in like one of those little kiddie pools to like take a cute summer pic for your scrapbook or whatever but like for a child to actually go to the pool and go swimming that's wholly impractical right like yeah. of course little boys swimsuits come with like big pockets and like appropriate coverage from the sun so they're not burning their little baby skin right and like <laughs> but like no for sure what we should be upset about is this swimsuit that like first of all isn't even for kids but second of all even if it was just like what offers them more coverage and the ability to like I go know. play and be a kid at the beach without worrying about getting their their stuff all tangled and crossed like why is that bad why would that be bad it's very upsetting was there other tiktoks that you saw was there that tiktok where somebody was taking it Mm -hmm. and putting it into the kid section was that more than one person doing that yes or so it was like a trend Mm -hmm. yeah it happened more than once for sure the other thing 
that has happened is that there are people showing up at Target. There's actually a video of somebody in Arizona doing this where they showed up at Target with like a posse of their other white supremacist buddies. And and I'm not like making that accusation, by the way. This person's like a well-documented white supremacist. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll send it to you after we're done with this. But he showed but up. This is somebody on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. And like just on social media generally, he makes content that's and like really. He took a video of this? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, of them destroying okay. Target's property, like dismantling the pride section, knocking stuff over and saying, like, we're going to go to every Target in all of Arizona and do the same yeah. thing. We're going to knock all of this stuff down. Um, and also, apparently not these particular people, um, but Target has just reported that, like, generally there have been people coming into the stores who are just shocked and horrified by the pride section as if it hasn't existed for years on end and being violent towards the staff like making threats towards the like teenagers who work at target and like again throwing stuff minimum wage mm-hmm. yeah throwing oh. stuff and like being physically intimidating and verbally threatening to employees because mm-hmm. they had everything to do with what clearly they're not just trying to like get their freaking work shift done yes oh my god mm-hmm. like we are not paid enough for this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But all of this poor behavior and <laughs> unwarranted backlash has now resulted in Target mostly eliminating, uh, if not like greatly reducing the inventory uh, that they're carrying for the Pride collection in stores and in online sort of like there's still some of it online. At least there was the last time I checked. But basically Target's response to this whole thing was like, pull it just get rid of it then yeah um and like kowtowing to a bunch of kooks right but it's like but it's also like if it's the safety of these teenage employees putting up with harassment like Mm -hmm. i don't know how do you feel about it in general like what do you think like i just i'm not and i'm not saying i'm for taking it down it's just that like i I don't know what i would do in that situation either if my employees Mm -hmm. felt scared to come to work you know yeah because i had the same thought initially where i was like okay but what are they gonna do like just put their teenage employees in harm's way but the thing that like really gets me though as a person who used to work in food service and retail i'm like very familiar (laughs) with what happens when a manager gives one of these like weirdos what they want right I know. Um, what happens is that they come back. They keep coming back. Yep. They keep coming back and they say, well, so-and-so did it for me last time. The manager who was here yep. did it last time. Or like the other yep. store did it for me last time. And then when you don't give it to them, they get violent. They get like even more violent than they were in the past. And so like, I mean, this is another thing too that I talk about with people when we're doing like problematic family work around setting boundaries, right? Is that the behavior that we allow is the behavior that we encourage. When we tell people either implicitly or explicitly, I'm going to continue to be in relationship with you. I'm going to continue to have contact Mm -hmm. with you, even though you treat me bad, you violate my boundaries, you talk to me in a way that doesn't feel good, you like disrespect me in other ways, right? Basically what you're communicating is that all those boundaries you're trying to voice 
mean nothing. That person can violate those boundaries over and over again, and you're still going to continue to give them the benefit of being in relationship with you. And so, like, this to me feels very similar where, like, yes, it sucks the idea that these, like, teenage hourly worker (laughs) employees are potentially being put in harm's way, but also – Target is a multi-million, if not billion-dollar corporation yeah. with really deep pockets to hire security yeah. guards and to ban people. That's from what I stores, was just thinking. You know, right? Is like have a security guard at the front so yeah. that they see there's somebody they are watching, and then have somebody like watch that section, yeah, of the store and mm-hmm. stand up to them and call the police. Yes. That's and tell them saying. if you if you vandalize, we're going to call nine one one. Yeah. It, well, and if we get like, even a whiff that you're being a fucking weirdo, goodbye. Yeah. You're getting kicked out of the store. Yeah. Like that's the end of that. You're just not fucking welcome here, and you're being like banned from our stores yeah. or like you know physically removed from the premises or whatever. Like I don't know. I just it feels like there were a lot of solutions that Target could Target? have come to <laughs> that weren't like we're so sorry. We'll just get rid of it then. Like hello you know target has a net worth of 59.92 billion with a b as of june 1st as of today hello they have decreased their market cap has decreased 16.59 percent in one year but still that's not a multi-million dollar company that's a multi-billion dollar company yeah so you are definitely correct like they have the resources to not only not only do what you just said but also like keep their more vulnerable workers yep. that are maybe be maybe younger than 18 mm-hmm. or you know people that are a part of groups that are more vulnerable yeah in our society like it at the checkouts where there's people around and yeah. people you know that where there's a lot of people around and mm-hmm. keeping the more uh seasoned protected groups of employees in the dressing rooms yes in the other parts of the store working where people where people bigots like this guy are less likely to challenge them because you know males are usually less likely to challenge other males and keep those keep all those workers on the floor and then you know then they don't have to sacrifice any staff Mm -hmm. but they would just be able to protect their workers yeah you're right it does feel kind of it feels like there was other ways they could have gone about Mm -hmm. this and they chose to go just the easy way out so which kind of brings us back to rainbow washing because Mm -hmm. if they really weren't rainbow washing if they really were allies and wanted to stand up for those groups then why is it so easy for them to just say like oh well forget it yeah this was their chance to like really demonstrate that not only are we you know going to make this uh collection and also like partner with these small businesses who you know this is like a big break for them um we are going to stand up for what we believe in like we as a company are committed to being champions for the queer community and so like fuck you get out of our fucking stores if you're gonna be an asshole you know but that would have sent a really really big message that would have Mm -hmm. sent something that would have been really powerful yeah well and the thing that like like, really because now they've won this battle yes and they're going to keep doing it that's and now they're gonna keep doing it 
Um, yeah. The other thing that's like noteworthy in my opinion is that other companies obviously release pride collections and yeah. still received some backlash, but made the intentional choice to keep their collection up. Like the North Face. I saw something this morning about how the North Face is either the North Face or Patagonia. One of the like hiking companies, which granted is a smaller company, but still received some backlash about their pride merch and they released a public statement on all their social media basically saying like we're keeping it we've decided that like not only does it align with our company values but also like quite frankly it's good business to be aligned with the queer community which is like the other thing Mm -hmm. is that when you do this like target making this Mm -hmm. choice right to take their pride merch out of the stores do you really think that those conservative white supremacist bigots are going to come back to target and buy your shit now like Mm -hmm. no no they're not back that demographic no like they have always hated target because target's been the more like liberal store in in like you know years past and so like who like who is this benefiting because also now in doing that they've alienated a lot of the queer community because there's people i know myself included that i'm like I don't want to buy your stuff. Like, you guys are cowards. <laughs> also right. dicks. You know? I don't want to give you my money right. either. So, like, who who is this helping, Target? Who is it right. trying to please? Because it seems like nobody. Well, right. And uh, considering the fact, I would say, even though it is alarming how many people are still prejudiced mm-hmm. like this, for the, for the most part, there's a higher percent yes. of the population that is either in the queer community or non-binary or an ally or doesn't care or supports mm-hmm. it, you know, yes. all that, that population is bigger than the few people that are just very, very, very loud yes. about it. And so you're right. It is like, I mean, I don't see, I don't, I don't fault businesses for wanting to like do pride stuff to for good business. But like yeah. you said, just like also do the work and don't just like stand down when that happens or maybe hire and hire non-binary and trans and queer employees like so that and have the signs up in your doors Mm -hmm. that say it's a safe place for that you know yeah and it's like i know you live in arizona where i'm at in seattle it's just it's a totally different culture because like you go into the city of seattle and there's like trans and uh rainbow flags or is that gay pride flags mm-hmm. in pride like flags. almost every store window That's like so every nice. it's just like, like everywhere almost <laughs> everybody has flags like just up like on their front porch and stuff like that it's like I love that. oh yeah you have to come to seattle sometime <laughs> because i want to really take want you to, to. I want to take you to Capitol Hill at night. Capitol Hill is the uh like the 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 LGBTQ plus central oh, of so Seattle. Funny. It's a neighborhood in Seattle yeah. where literally like it is it is known as the safe place and it's I mean there's like rainbow sidewalks like in in this place. Oh yes. And there's God. a ton of gay there's just so much so many gay clubs and the Mm -hmm. like when you go there at the nightlife like everybody is just being themselves i've been down there to like bar hop at night yeah there's a bar down there called the unicorn i almost chose that that was the bar 
that uh, I just learned this. My friends told me this the other day, but that was the bar that they went to in the Seattle Love is Blind, mm. where the girls went to their bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was the same place, but I've oh been to that God. place. It is the coolest bar. Oh. They have like... Um, drinks called like unicorn jizz and stuff like that (laughs) like all these like fun drinks they have like if it's your birthday they have i did this once in my 20s they have this giant unicorn horn crown that you have to put on if it's your birthday when you're there it's such a cool bar i was so close to going i'm not going to capitol hill for my birthday this year i was thinking about it but it's just like i it's i think the other thing is that's just so different i mean even here like generally people and even just like same sex relationships are like usually don't do that much PDA because Mm -hmm. you know because there's just still that stigma around it and even though it's more common here if you go to Capitol Hill especially at night like there is nobody is inhibited Mm. everybody's just like making out with these like what nobody cares yeah yeah it is and like you said it is kind of a utopia that's why a lot of people end up like moving there because they know they're safe in that neighborhood i wish that seattle and like the pacific northwest generally was just cheaper though (laughs) like i'm so sad that it's like literally the most expensive place to live in the united states with the exception of like i don't know fucking la proper and yeah Yeah. like uh dc and new york i guess i just yes it's so sad to me yeah, but you and Aaron have to come up mm-hmm. sometime. No, I definitely to come want to. and visit because I will take you. I will take you down for a night of Seattle. I would love and that. It would be so fun. I think you would love it, and it would just be. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I got to come to Arizona too, but it. I because I want to see what it's like <laughs> down there. Like I want to see your so nightlife. Curious. Yeah. Well, and the thing too that's funny is that Tucson is certainly a safer place and just like generally i think it's more fun to be a queer person here than it is in phoenix at least that's been my experience anyways because tucson has this weird kind of like people call it a big small town where like it's a big city there's like five hundred thousand people who live here in in like city limits anyways so it's not like you know some like rural country bumpkin situation (laughs) but it is like very small and so like there's a lot of small businesses here there's a lot of like little local one-off kind of things um whereas phoenix is like very much like big chain restaurants corporations because also too it's so expensive in phoenix (laughs) Um, being a small business trying to rent corporate or not corporate commercial real estate is like just more difficult like in tucson it's easier right a lot of our buildings are like historic and like a little shitty Uh, so (laughs) it's just cheaper so i think that's why there's a lot more like local businesses here but like fourth ave and like downtown here are very much queer spaces like if you're an openly outwardly queer person it's not like weird or like you know you don't really get looks or like you know judgment it just kind of is i think also too the proximity to the u of a um the university here Mm. helps because it's like literally right Mm -hmm. down the street so it does kind of have that vibe but like still even in tucson there's one like gay bar that like is the bar that you go to if you want to see a drag show and like there's a few other places that are like you know lgbt owned and stuff but they're not like you know it's certainly not like like there's a whole city block that's just like all lgbtq and like queer owned and operated this is a whole neighborhood this is a giant neighborhood this is not a block this is like this is yeah i have friends that live down there and i mean 
other than the fact that parking is an absolute fucking nightmare mm-hmm. there, but that's anywhere in Seattle. Yeah. So. Also, girl, just take an Uber. Yeah. Don't park anywhere. Yeah, I think I would park. I wouldn't take an Uber from where I live because I live on the east side. That would probably be a 50 to $100 Uber. <laughs> um, I have God. friends that... But I have friends that live in Seattle, so yeah. I could, like, I always, I usually park in there. Like, they'll have a Fair. guest spot that I could park. That's what I'm doing for my birthday this weekend is nice. parking at my, we're going, we're doing Fremont, though, not um, Capitol Hill. But we're going to so park. I know. There is a place. I know. That's the big, that's the troll. Have you ever heard of the Seattle troll? Mm-mm. Oh, that's like a famous landmark here. That's in Fremont. Oh, that's cool. In Seattle, yeah. Like you have to look up a picture. What is it? It's a giant troll statue under a bridge. That's yeah, so fun. It's really cool. I know I you should that. look it up because it's. I know it's really. It's yeah. pretty sick. I'm looking that up. Yeah. So that's where I'm going. Yeah. For my birthday this weekend. That sounds so fun. But my friends, my friends live down there, and they said that since it's my since I'm the birthday girl, I can use their guest spot. So Yay. my other friends that live close to me are gonna drive me there. Hell yeah, <laughs> too. So people are so. Everybody in the comments nice. wish Hannah a happy birthday. Yes, please. When this comes out, it actually will be like the day after my birthday. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Hannah. Um, thank you, Mickey. <laughs> Appreciate it. I You're wish. Welcome. I already told you this, but I wish you could come to my birthday party because we're going to have so much fun. I feel like you would really love my friends, too. They're such like, I feel like they're I a really too. good group of people. Yeah, they're a good they're a fun group without being too. They're not they're not boisterous. They're not like absolutely like um, they don't bounce off the walls or anything, but they're not boring. Okay. Like they were very good at chill, like going to different bars and All just right. like hanging out and. I feel like I kind of bounce off the walls a little bit, especially when I'm drinking. I am that person in the group. (laughs) Uh, The rest of the group is not like that. I am the person who's jumping off the walls and they're all taking care of me. But that's okay. They know me. Yeah, you get to I mean, this is the group I used to have. Like, we used to have house parties in our uh, college house because we were all roommates in college. So we used to have, like, giant house parties in college together. They've seen me at my worst. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. So I'm sorry. I've been talking about myself for a long You're time. Fine. We have five minutes left. Was there anything else to that Target story, though? Like, I cut you off. Was that, like, okay. anything? Was um, there any, like, that's other That's the general gist. Part really, of the, the only other thing that we haven't, like, explicitly touched on is just how disappointing it is that Target pulled a lot of the merch or, like, product that was made by small businesses and just, like, yes. left these small businesses in the lurch. I've seen more than one, either, like, TikTok or Instagram or, like, social media post from these small companies being like we don't know anything like we know what you guys know we just know that a lot of our product got pulled from stores we haven't heard about like if it's gonna be put back if like our relationship with target is just being severed altogether like just no communication on target's end which on top of the fact that it's very disappointing and that they made the decision to pull the stuff in the first place. It's like doubly disappointing that they did it in this like very messy, very disrespectful way to all of these people that they partnered with. Because at the very least, if you're going to be cowards, then the least you could do is be like well-organized cowards and communicate, (laughs) you know, but like apparently they're not even doing that. Mm -hmm. Is there, do we know the list of, 
the small businesses that we're going to partner with them? Can we like link their mm, sites? That's can such a good idea. Stuff I feel like our, I can probably find a list. I can text it to our, you after we're done. I mean, we don't have a huge audience on the podcast, but hey, anything's better. They might have Etsy shops or yes. they might have other online stores that we could just plug them. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple for sure that I know have shops and stuff. Yeah. So we'll try to put together a so little the list. Ones, yeah. Yeah. The ones that we can find if. Mm-hmm. Forgive us if we miss anybody. It's just because we couldn't. They were left out of the list that yeah. we found. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, that's yeah. a really good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's awesome. the gist. To this week, uh, thanks. We hate it when uh, corporations oh. aren't supportive of queer people. Are you, well, on a happier note, are you doing anything for Pride Month? Do you celebrate? Like, uh, do you actually like go anywhere for Pride Month or do anything? So listen. The last couple of years, yeah. I've had full intent to go to Pride here and just, like, oh, never yeah. made it. But yeah. there is actually a, like, Pride happy hour that's happening right now. It's called a Big Gay Happy Hour. And I thought about going because I have astrology class later tonight. And I was like, maybe I'll just go. Yeah. But listen, here's the thing. I know that I appear as a very extroverted, outwardly social person on the internet. But in real life, I'm very shy. <laughs> Aaron has to work. So I can't. I don't want to go by myself. Oh, if I by go yourself. By myself and I'm I am not the type of. I can't just go to a bar where everybody has friends and they're having fun <laughs> no. and just like be like, hey, which is. I mean, I'm sure they'd be welcoming of yeah, you. But like, I totally understand. My social anxiety could never. Like, yeah. I'm that same way, too. I need. I need. um. An emotional I have, support buddy. Yeah. I'm like very, oh, I'm the same. I feel like the same yes. way as you where it's like everybody thinks I'm an extrovert. Everybody thinks I'm like super yes. competent and super yep. outgoing. Yep. And it's like I'm loud. There's a difference. <laughs> That's a different thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost spit my drink out. That's too real. <laughs> Yes, I'm loud and like sometimes funny, but that doesn't mean that I'm comfortable. I feel like I'm in danger this whole time. <laughs> and I know that I'm not, but my brain has convinced me exactly. that this situation exactly. is not safe. So therefore, I'm in a state of fight or flight and I need to go. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a nice note to wrap it up on. If you are also a socially anxious being, we see you. We appreciate you. We see you. you. We feel you. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope you have fun at your astrology class, at least. Thank you. Yeah. Because that does sound fun. Be gay with my astrology friends, which coincidentally, all of them are also gay. So that helps. Oh, per. (laughs) You know? Has Savannah eaten any of her poop today? Uh, Maybe. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> we talk about that too. Mickey's Mickey's dog eats her own poop and then pukes it up in my house. So, yeah, she's tried everything. But if anybody has a dog that does the same thing and found some weird magical solution that yeah. maybe Mickey hasn't thought of, leave Please also let me leave know. it in the comments. So because I just you know I'm just fist pumping with joy about how often my dog <laughs> eats poop. It's great. I love it. <laughs> this is so terrible. I'm so yeah, sorry. But all right. Uh, that's it. Thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't forget uh, to follow and or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on. And leave us reviews because it helps us a lot. Please. 
Um, and my dog's barking, so that's perfect timing. Nice. She's telling us to get off the phone. <laughs> She's like, okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you Bye. next week. Bye.